This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Deep beneath the mountain. You hear sounds behind you. You turn around and things are emerging from the magma. Lies a bridge to the past. On the other side of the bridge is a wall with a pictograph story detailing the traditions of the Ashbeaks. The symbol of the Ashbeaks taking up the majority of the wall. In all of its glory. But the hero's attempts to cross it. Baron, I think, is still fixated on this mural. May spell their doom. The two of you are hundreds of feet below where your comrades are. And from behind you, these creatures are emerging from the lava. They are huge. Huge? Like literally huge. 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 The adventure continues. I'm about to change lives! No. What is going on, everybody? It's your old pal, your old buddy, your best friend in the whole wide world, Troy LaValle. I'm sitting here. It's Saturday afternoon. I'm in the stewed. That's short for studio. Don't have a lot of time to say the whole word, so I just say stewed. It's nice. I like being here alone. The sun's out. I'm listening to Christmas music because that's what I do in November now. I listen to Christmas music starting on November 1st and nobody's going to stop me. Nobody's going to tell me otherwise. It's really nice. But I turned it off for a second so I can record this intro. Guys, we got a lot of stuff going on. Did you get your tickets to any of the first five shows for Glass Cannon Live in 2020? Because they all went on sale just last week. They were on pre-sale on Tuesday and then they went on sale to the Gin Pop. That's short for general population uh, or populace. I wonder if it's populace, the gen- general populace. Uh, that's general populace to you. Anyways, they went on sale. Uh, and you should buy tickets to every single show. You should travel around the world and be a uh, groupie. Uh, just be a... Uh, just, just, just come to our dressing room and have sex with Grant. No, don't do that. He's married. Um, Friday, January 24th, we're going to be in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital at the Miracle Theater. Friday, February 28th, we're coming back to Boston. We're coming back to Beantown, my hometown. That crowd was amazing. We had no choice. Paradise Rock Club, and that is during PAX East week. So we'll be at PAX East all weekend, too. Going to be a good time. Saturday, March 28th, holy shit. We still, this is the only one we keep talking about. Not that we're not excited about the other ones, but we've lived in New York a long time. I've lived in New York 19 years, and we're playing the fucking Gramercy Theater. This is absolutely enormous. Please help us sell 
sell that show out. Because if we sell out the Gramercy and, and sell it out quickly, they're going to have us back maybe by the end of the year. You want to do two shows in New York? Help us sell out that theater. The Gramercy, Saturday, March 28th. And then Thursday, April 23rd, we're coming to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Turner Hall Ballroom. Two days later, oh, that's going to be a busy Friday for old Troy. We're going to Chicago again. Lincoln Hall, Saturday, April 25th. I'm telling you right now, by the time you listen to this, that show might already be sold out because the Chicago nation is out of control. I mean, on Friday, I think there were 35 tickets left. So they're probably all gone. That show's five months away. Might already be sold out. We are so excited about the tour. More cities will be announced very soon. We're signing deals. We're locking down cities. So get excited. Next month, it's sold out already, but we're coming to Philly. Unfortunately, no, no, Philly's great. PAX Unplugged weekend, it's going to be a blast. We're playing Underground Arts. Sold out! I say unfortunately because Joe's from there, and so I don't trust anything uh, that uh, is at all connected to Joe. But I think it's going to be an amazing show. Last show of the year, we're pulling out all the stops. It's basically going to be the Glass Cannon holiday party that night. Uh, and then Friday, December 6th, we're playing the main theater at PAX Unplugged. 8.30 p.m., the main theater. You just need a badge for Friday night. I think they're like 30 bucks or something. They haven't sold out yet. Buy that badge. You can come see that show for free with the badge. Plus, you can hang out at PAX all day. Jason Bullman is going to run the team and Eric Mona through something Pathfinder 2nd Edition. If you've come to any of these shows, either at Dragon Con or what we did at PaizoCon last year, you know that it is a really, really good time. Things are heating up in Giant Slayer. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this episode, and I think you should be as well. So please sit back. Have some eggnog. I don't care that it's still November. Crack it open. Pour some Captain in there. And please enjoy episode 234 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I've been known as many things in my lifetime, Grant. Award-winning actor. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nope. Look it up. Many accolades. It's true. I, I know because Troy has dropped that into conversation with me at least what twice. What award? Well, sometimes... Uh, Lower East Side Honorable skin, Mentions. It's not about just listing the awards. It's Is it like the acting equivalent of a Purple Heart or something where you like got hurt during like Spider-Man and the dog? Hold on. You I'm got on. hurt during stage combat. Yeah. Here's your, here's your fictitious Purple Heart. I got hurt during stage combat class. <laughs> acting awards. Animal lover. I am a lover of animals, especially cats. Actually, I don't like most only animals. Cats. Love You'd only cats. cats. You hate other animals. There's no other animal They're you fine, like. but they just can't compare to cats. Yeah, and you also, as Skid has pointed out on multiple occasions, you have no respect for them in the Pathfinder system. No, no, no. no. Well, show me a good cat. <laughs> Wait. Create a good cat companion, like a domestic Persian, and I will. It'll live forever. It'll live, live, your focus is so specific. It'll live longer than Baron. <laughs> Troy, you know, as not to go uh, on a tangent here, but you've 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 had you yourself have published, have created, published creatures for the Pathfinder for Pathfinder Adventures. That's I forgot not an award. That I forgot count. to add published writer. Well, not I, an award. I would, Unlike that's Matthew. Not, that's I actually <laughs> have a published writer. <laughs> Self-published. I would like to see. Listen, 
I get a three dollar and forty cent check royalty check from Sam French every quarter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every quarter. Considering your lack of general respect for animals within the Pathfinder universe, I would love to see you come up with a stat block for a, a, a house cat. Oh, that'd be fun. I could do that. Yeah, it'd be like a CR one half creature. Yeah. Um. All right. Award-winning actor, <laughs> animal lover, published author, unlike Matthew. <laughs> philanthropist. Wait a minute. <laughs> a wh- a How are you a philanthropist? When I'm not around, I'm at, I'm at various chari- charity functions, just wearing suits. <laughs> Listen, if you're not giving, you're not living. That's what I always say when I'm, giving, when I'm giving speeches after accepting awards, <laughs> philanthropic events. You haven't worn a suit in three years. You wouldn't know what I would do when I'm not around you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know if you wear suits. Among <laughs> those list of accolades, though, I can finally add foodie influencer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Courtesy of the, the Mississippi Pot Roast. That's the only legit one. Woo! That's, that's real. Sweeping the nation and the nation <laughs> in. At least two of the people at this table have made it. Uh, since I brought it up, Grant, did you end up making it, or is I it still on hold? Angel wanted to have she wanted, she wanted to cook that night. She wanted to make a, a whole chicken with oh some boy. vegetables and uh, some some Brussels sprouts, and she wanted to make some mashed potatoes that night. So I, I had to let her do it. All right, but Joe made it. And I you, made, and it. you loved it, right? I, well, yeah, I loved it. I would. There's some things I'm going to tweak a little bit, but I less loved pepperoncinis because they burnt his little mouth. No, <laughs> more pepperoncinis, less uh, ranch just, packet. Okay, it was just a little overkill. You might just need more meat. I didn't need the, exactly if I got more meat i'd do the whole pack how many pounds are we talking i i got like a 3.3 he had three slices of deli ham <laughs> <laughs> i already told That's troy just too much ranch powder the the trepidation i have around making my own mississippi pot roast it's that I'm going Instapot. I'm not doing eight hours. I'm doing an hour and a half. This high. Wrong with the Leave pressure. it to Grant to just do it his own way. It's fine. <sighs> well, you could also I mean, do it eight hours in your Instapot. Just That's set true. it. Yeah, you do it like a crap pot. Forget That's it. the exactly. beauty of an instant pot. Well, let me tell you that the the amount of photos that were flooding in <laughs> to our social media, our emails, people just fired up about the Mississippi pot roast as they should be. And so I'm going to give you guys for one time only. Oh gosh, another surefire recipe. Oh gosh, that I'm going to say right now. Better than the Mississippi pot. You what? have to stop. You have Better to stop. Better than out the of Mississippi pot roast. And it was only a couple days later that my wife said, Troy, you are uh, such an award-winning you. actor, what? published author, <laughs> animal lover, and philanthropist. Failed husband. I'm leaving you. I'm going <laughs> to shoot you the recipe for this next one. And you know what? You just Can you just make it, and, uh, and we'll eat it uh, when I get home from work. Says, it's really easy. You just throw all this stuff in the crock pot. I said, sure. If it's anything like the Mississippi pot roast, I can't wait. Well, let me tell you about this dish. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. It's so simple. There are going to be people who start at the beginning of this episode, eat it at the end. <laughs> For our Midwestern li- listeners, they probably already know about this. There might be people sitting at this table that have had this particular meal. And there's a number of different ways to make it. I'm going to tell you the best way. <laughs> but it's called the hot dish. Who knows what the hot dish is? 
Oh, You'll have to about, be more specific. I'm about to change <laughs> lives right now. Hot dish. No, wait, wait. Is Before it, you go into it, you are yeah. saying uh, not as good as, better than Mississippi Pot Roast. Better than Mississippi Pot Roast. Okay. Might have even been better the next day, Midway. which a lot of people say about the uh, Mississippi Pot Roast. Is it related to the Cleveland steamer? Th- is that... I don't think so. I think that's much grosser. Okay. And is this a Minnesotan recipe? Uh, share the recipe. We'll don't be out. looking up. Matthew's already cheating. You're like looking up the stats of a monster you're about to fight. <laughs> It's not the same thing at all. It's a casserole, which typically consists of a starch, a meat, and a canned or frozen vegetable mixed with canned soup. A lot of people like to make make it with hot tots. I call those people, or tater tots, rather. Hot tots. I call those people fools. This is how you make a hot dish. You take two pounds, about four chicken breasts, okay? Throw it in a lightly oiled crock pot. Bone in. Uh, I don't like bone-in because I don't want to be pulling it out when I'm eating. I want to be ready to go. Put thighs in there, breasts, whatever you like. But all the extra flavor from the bone. Matthew, shut up. You put one can of cream of chicken or cream of mushroom condensed soup in there. Just yeah, so far, throw it in this. Three-quarters of a cup of sour cream. Yeah. third of a cup of water. Ten-ounce bag of frozen green beans. Maybe a little salt and pepper. And here's the starch that I say you have to use. A box of stovetop stuffing. Oh, oh throw okay. that in okay. there. Chicken stove in top dry? stuffing, cream of mushroom soup, sour cream water, frozen green beans. Let me tell you, it tastes like Thanksgiving in a bite. Mm. It is so good. If you like the Mississippi pot roast, never make it again. Just make this. Do you ever think your wife is preparing you with recipes for you to, you know, feed yourself when she inevitably leaves you? That's probably what this is all about. I think that's like what it is. even you, Troy, could make this. She said, right? Um, but I'm telling well, you, but you, could, but you with the cook. sodium content in these two specific recipes, I think. She might be trying to kill you. It's a lot of sodium. Are you trying to kill the nation? Yeah, you're single-handedly raising the blood pressure. (laughs) (laughs) It's the end of the year. We don't have a lot of time. We've already given up on our weight loss goals. We'll start over again in January. Just make yourself a hot dish. Set it and forget it. And then uh, you'll have food for the rest of the week. Hmm. Let me it, tell you. This is just chicken and stuffing. We call this chicken and stuffing. Now, no, no. Do you have cream and mushroom soup on there? Yes. Do you have sour cream? Water? Green yes. beans? Yes. You're full of shit. <laughs> no, not all at the same time. Well, you got to do it all at the same time. But it's a casserole. You bake it in the oven. No, no, no. With Cro- stuffing. Stop it. Jacket. Do it this a way. Jacket. Put it in the crock pot. Set it and forget it eight hours. And you're just going to go in there and be like, I never knew so much flavor. It could come in a bite. Let me tell you about a little recipe I like to call the Queensland quinoa. <laughs> Cut start with a good cut his mic four <laughs> cups of quinoa <laughs> all right uh, you should have quit while you're in there flank. Flank. Uh, a chicken dish I'm telling you well, from pot roast it can to be any meat I just thought we'd be healthy let me say chicken. I have I have a, uh, an instant pot recipe that I've used myself several times maybe next episode I, I will have an opportunity to share that oh! as well I have a recipe of the week. I have a pressure cooker recipe that I unfortunately oh the pressure cooker for the Joe is happy how would you make a lasagna in a pressure cooker? Joe has had this recipe. You can make a lasagna in a pressure cooker. You can make anything in a pressure cooker. Joe has Let him speak. Let the man speak. Anytime you open his mouth. I thought that was Matthew. I have to go through every Italian dish I can think of in that voice. I made this for Joe on two occasions, and then one time he called me for the recipe. Oh, that is true. That's true. All I've right. made it several times since. All right. Every episode from the next <laughs> five weeks, we'll give a recipe. We'll start. Bring a recipe Next week with the skids, and we'll end on Grant's quinoa dish. <laughs> no, I'll, do, I'll give out my, my brisket recipe. Just tweet it. <laughs> no, it's very good. Don't give out your, your best secrets, yeah, Grant. Yeah, you shouldn't share that. Yeah, you're right.
You're right. <laughs> I want a hot dish right now. Last, last thing I want to do is play Pathfinder. I just want to eat a hot dish. But we got to play Pathfinder. We got a story to tell. So let's get right back into it. I mean, there's a lot to talk about uh, this app. You went on a felt like uh, three to four app combat. I call it the Battle of the Great Stair because that's really what it was. It encompassed two chambers and a tunnel. A lot of back and forth, a lot of teleporting, a lot of uh, giants riding uh, rhinos, mass hysteria, and uh, you came out on top. You leveled up. We haven't even talked about the level up. There's no time. We're making hot dishes. (laughs) You find Thune. You go back in there. Dalgrith goes back in there, finds Thune. Thune says, there's a gate at the top of this stair. Looks like it's locked. I have a feeling it separates this level from the next. By the way, I also heard some other things. What'd you hear, Thune? Talk of dragons. They have dragons somewhere in here. All right, Thune, let's regroup. You go back to the room with Jimmer and Baron and Metra. And you talk it out. You try to figure out what do you want to do, and you start by combing over that first room that you you ended up running away from uh, when you chase that giant into the room with all those stairs and you start combing it over you find out where all the traps are and then you become intrigued by this sinkhole towards the north of the room so Metra and Baron and in his own mind Joe uh, <laughs> climb down they're really tickled Matthew. fly down I, uh, this I remember uh <laughs> This sinkhole, and you go down, down. I actually greatly down. regret not actually going because I, I, you know, I'm thinking it's like he is so good. I was thinking about this in the re-listen that he can, he can't fall. He can't even be halted for a round. What's your he climb just, skill? I think plus twenty seven. That's really good. That's, yeah. That's, so like he yeah. could just and it has handholds. So it's you just strong. go down. Yeah. yeah. And you be, could, you and could be climb, with you guys. You could climb down face first. Totally. <laughs> He's a, he's a, a, an incredible like world class climber. That's he's what he like, is. he's like the free solo guy. Exactly, but that yeah. sulfur exactly, parkour it's rock climbing. You're like Peter Parkour. It was the sulfur <laughs> breath. It was the sulfur smoke that uh, Metro and I had so much trouble breathing that sent you back after six years. Right, but it, it, I thought that it was a mechanical thing, but it turns out it wasn't. It was just flavor. It's a flavor. I could go through flav flavor self. You could go down flav self, but you didn't. You stood up there like I did. a coward. And the two of them went down. Along the way, you saw uh, giant footprints on some of the landings. Giant footprints that didn't look uh, particularly old. You keep going down, and eventually the room opens up. There's an orange glow. You follow that glow to a river of lava. Magma. Magma. There's a bridge (laughs) crossing over it. On the other side of the bridge is... A wall with a sort of pictograph story detailing the traditions of the Ash Peaks, the symbol of the Ash Peaks, taking up the majority <laughs> of the wall in all of its glory. So, of course, Baron Blurred is intrigued. There's a mosaic on it, yeah. <laughs> Baron is intrigued. Um, and so he flies forward with all haste. And Bar- uh, Metra follows him. You get over there and, and you see this, that there, this story is about um, two groups, really. 
some that go up and bury their young with some sort of, or not bury their young, but bring their young uh, to the top of a volcano, bury something underneath them, reminiscent of Baron's story. Others go up, supplicate, supplicate themselves, and a dragon comes and flies off with a baby, very reminiscent of Adriel's story. You also see boxes all along the ground. But just then, you hear sounds behind you. You turn around, and things are emerging from the magma. From there, we hear the howl of a wolf piercing through the evening air, underscoring the misty glow of the full moon hanging forebodingly over the shutterwood. Spine-tingling, perhaps an alpha male warding off rivals from his territory, or, in the best case, simply signaling his whereabouts to a friendly pack. Regardless, just as the wolves who prowl these umbrous sylvan hills... This wooded borderland situated between Ustalav and the world moon remains wild, unclaimed, and untamed by man's advancement. In between howls and the hooting of owls, the Mutre River babbles along quietly. Now we see a dwarf sitting solemnly before a crackling campfire. He's cross-legged, and his arms are outstretched so that his hands remain mere centimeters away from two candles flanking his sides. The demon skin war. It happened here. When I keep my eyes closed like this, I can see it happening. It was a massacre. Adriel Ashpeak <laughs> stares across the fire at a taciturn halfling lost in sadness. The halfling's gaze is fixed miles away, yet boring directly into the log snap of the campfire. A look sharper than the finest blades. The look of Sir Willamette Keswick. Thousands of Kellid slaughtered, all in the name of protecting Ustalav from the horrors unleashed from the world wound. In the end, it did nothing to abate the demons. In fact, it made butchers of men. Those poor souls, they were refugees in search of asylum. They did not have to die. The dwarf allows the silence to hang in the air, high above them both alongside the silvery moon peeking through the wispy cloud puffs. Minutes pass as the dwarf stares darts into the halfling, but their irises never quite meet. A standoff. The dwarf flinches. Royal decree? That's all it took for Princess Ordranti to spark a bloodbath. Another howl, this time mere feet away from the camp. The halfling seals his eyes shut. No. There's no howl at all. It's a figment of Sir Will's imagination. The paladin's brow furrows in pain. He's dreaming of Lexington again. Lost since the knight was sent to the dungeons. Ah, so it would appear that the wolf does indeed have your tongue. Would that I were a raconteur like Lexington. The dwarf sighs. Mm. 
Stay out of my head, Adriel. This tale of Kelid, what has it to do with us? A royal decree was all it took to give Bartholomew lordship over Highbury, and not more than a few words from his poisoned mind to have you imprisoned and Benric killed. The salted fowl spit-roasted above the flames of the campfire crackles. Creosote burns the nose of Sir Will, though it doesn't seem to bother Adriel at all. You'd need not remind me of what I've lost. I've lost everything. Not everything. My home. My brothers. My father. And where was I when they needed me? You were exactly where you were meant to be. I've seen it as I studied the contours of Kilpa's flames. You possess a strength that could shake mountains and crumble castles. If only you could see it. No. No, I was fooling myself. A laughing stock in Mendev. Tolerated by the Knights of Ozum. And sent away home by the Sheriff of Trunau. I was a fool to believe I could save Highbury. You're only a damned fool when you doubt yourself. You almost turned the tide against the Scourge. Against that? Against a, a wave of pure evil strong enough to topple Highbury itself? Sir Will rises, kicks the roasting bird from its hold above the flames. S Sir Will, wait. Adriel stands. Hands raised, the fire dances wildly, erupting from the errant bird fat strewn about by Sir Will's outbreak. I came home only to watch it burn. You came home because you were meant to, because you had to return to her. Her? I said, stay out of my head, you flea-ridden soothsayer. Pulling vague words from the mists behind my eyes is a clever trick, but it will not distract me from the truth. Nor will empty phrases meant to make me forget how weak we are against the coming storm. This battle... I don't see how we can win, Adriel. In this errand... I feel a fool once again. She could not have survived. Sir Willibet Keswick, first of his name, collapses before the fire, close enough for it to heat his pauldrons and singe his hair. You're scared, Willamet. Terrified, even. You can't even say her name in front of me. And after all this time traveling together, I declare that I am not afraid. It is seen. Her name... Sophia. She is your mother. Were it not for her, you would have remained in the pit of ashes that Brander turned your village into a crying babe, unable to feed himself, less else save the world. I have seen it, Will. If I cannot sway you now, Kilpath will not be saved. She will fall from grace and serve those who stand against the small folk of Galarian. If you don't listen to me now, if you don't see, the world is already lost. You're not the key, Will. You're a cog in a machine that cannot function without you. It will grind to a halt, and this time, you 
will be to blame. Adriel crosses directly through the raging campfire, unadulterated by the white-hot flames. He stands face to face with Sir Will. Sir Will averts his gaze slowly, steadily. He turns his face around. Sweat drips from his flame-kissed cheeks, dappling the forest floor like so much sunlight through the pines. But it is not daytime, oh no. The witching hour has arrived. And no tears, nor fears, nor tears for fears, fill the brave knight's face in this moment. Only resolution shines through. He wipes the sweat from his face before he resumes conversing with the Ash Peak Oracle. I don't need you to tell me her name, Dragon Reared. And perhaps it is fear that keeps her name from my lips. But it is fear of hope. The hope that she left my brother Benric to die for a greater purpose. The hope that she knows something she couldn't take to the grave. And the hope that she survived the undead. In the past, belief came easy for me. But no longer. I must see her. If you will not trust yourself, put your trust in me. Your mother lives. Whether she makes her way home to Bronstone Manor, I cannot say, but she gave you something, Will. The grace of Shalin and the unconquerable will to survive. She lives. It is seen. Only a fool would believe you. No one could escape that. Doubt, once again, engulfs Sir Will's heart. The same doubt that has encumbered his body and soul throughout his journey with Adriel thus far. It drags his heart down into the depths of despair, just as the innumerable undead pulled Highbury down, stone by stone, Keswick by Keswick. Mercifully, for the first time on their journey, tears fall from Willamette's eyes. You need not be an oracle to see the past. When I close my eyes, I see it. Again and again. The massacre. Yet another wolf howl bursts through the night air. It does not interrupt the flood of tears flowing from the brave night. So many dead. What would their lives have been had Brander not deigned to destroy my village. Would Highbury still stand if she hadn't pulled me from the ashes? If they hadn't given me their name? Again, Adriel closes the distance between him and Sir Will. Gently, he places a hand on the lost knight's shoulder. A hushing coo escapes the oracle's lips. Shh! I've already gazed into the flames, Sir Will. Kilpath showed me the way. It reminds me of a prayer I learnt when I was young. If they be divine, may they soar upon the wings of dragons. Should they be too brittle in ingot, may they shatter into dust rather than live in ignominy. As it is said, it is forged. I may be cut off from my patron, but I will find the way back to her. I will not be shattered into dust 
And you, for all we know, you may be the last knight of Highbury. You cannot give up now. We will meet your mother. You will hear what must be heard. And then we will end this journey only to begin the final journey. The roads we will one day travel shall decide the very fate of Galarian. It is seen, but every journey begins with a single step, so let's begin tonight. Come, let's see your mother at Bronstone Manor. Adriel offers his hand to Sir Will. The knight accepts, finally on two feet again. And then, let's save the world. Sir Will lifts his chin and meets Adriel's eyes. His face now firmly set in grim determination. For Highbury. For Highbury. Fucking Highbury. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and from there we are whipped back into this hot chamber. A stream of magna, the very depths of Ash Peak. Baron, Metra, roll for initiative. Oh, oh shit! My. I mean, really right into it. Critical threat, critical threat. <laughs> <laughs> it surely is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Metro, what'd you get? 24. 24. Baron? 24. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. I, believe, I believe I have the higher bonus. Yeah, I believe you do. Uh, all right, then. Round one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the two of you are hundreds of feet below where your comrades are. And from behind you... These creatures are emerging from the lava. They are huge. Huge! Like, literally huge. 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 They, um, they look like rocky monsters that are, like, glowing internally with orange embers. Red lights spill from their eyes and whatever would be a mouth and just fractures all throughout the surface. They start lumbering towards you from the ground beneath you. Two others emerge. Oh, my God. Burrowed from underneath the ground. They just <laughs> come up right next to you. It is Baron's turn. Baron, I think, is still fixated on this mural, and he sees what he understands, at least from his memories, half of what happens there. But he doesn't understand the other half. Right. He doesn't understand what happens to the Divine, though. It, it, it puts his life out of his control to some extent. He snaps himself out of it, and he says, Metra, I want what's ever in those boxes, so I'm going to do whatever you can. And if not, get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're flying right next to each other. Right. Uh, Ten feet above the ground, fifteen feet above the ground. Uh, well within reach of these creatures. And so Baron's going to delay until he can see what Metra has up her sleeves besides oh, more tattoos. Oh man, <laughs> Metra, show us your slick sleeve. Um, well, before you... Do you want to do a knowledge check on what these are? Is that will inform... Do you need me to do said knowledge check? Would be dungeoneering, right? 
Uh, I don't know what these are, so I don't know what it would fall under. Um, they are outsiders. That's like knowledge no, planes. 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 Planes, yes. Oh, well, that I can do, but I don't have a great bonus. So if you no, have, I don't have planes at all. All right. So can I first uh, do a knowledge planes on the off chance I roll really, really well? Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. So close. So close. Uh, I will tell you they appear to be some sort of elemental. Uh, <laughs> but that's all you know. Okay. Um, had it just... Only had rolled a 19. If only. I could have told you so much more. Do they appear they, to be they, a fire element? They seem to have some sort of relation to fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well... Their stepdad how, is fire. How magma animus of you. Yes, how magma animus. <laughs> Um, well, had they all come from the river of lava, there I, we might have been able to do more stuff. But right. I think we are at a distinct disadvantage at this moment, so I'm going to pull us out. You want to tough it out? Uh, as much as I would love to, I'm going to say no. Um, all are these things? How awesome! <laughs> yeah, they are. They're very <laughs> Those cool tiny heads in the middle of that big mass—it's like someone plugged the top of a volcano, and that's like what the face is. They look like nose tackles. Ugh. Yeah, they, they do. do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, back in the old three, four days. <laughs> uh, all right, Metro, what do you want to do? Would you say that we are uh, 960 feet as the if you drew a direct line through the ground back to where we were? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Uh, then I will uh, grab Baron. I'll roll the cast defensively. Yeah, I hope you hit that. Um, I have a literally. I'd have to roll. I'd have to roll a natural one to to fail this. Or, so. or, oh, just a one or a two. Be honest. So I have a plus twenty four on this roll as DC twenty three. Okay, let's see what you roll. <laughs> Come on, Matthew. Natty eighteen. Oh, oh that would yeah. have been fun. <laughs> so forty two total. Was that what it was? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is your plan? Are you going to cast teleport or dimension? dimension door? Dimension door. Okay. So our, our Metro tries to do knowledge. The knowledge uh, can't really remember if she's seen these things before right, other than the fact that they're elemental. Uh, she'll grab Baron's arm and then we will blink out of existence and, and reappear. right as that blink happens, you see Baron's free hand reaching out to what was in front of him, looking at the mural in front of him at what he may not have seen. Right. Reaches out for the big dick and then disappears. <laughs> longing for it. Longing. Uh, <laughs> Just deep longing. And you're back uh, up with Thune, Jimmer, and Dalgrith. Yeah. And a little bit cooler than you were just moments ago. How was it down there? There are some huge elemental creatures guarding what looks to be a very interesting mural. Mm. We were outnumbered and outmatched, so I, I didn't want to stay very long. Um, and can she describe them as best she remembers to the others to see if maybe somebody else has knowledge planes? The creature, sure. Um, somebody else want to roll the planes? Sure. You got a, a good six-second view of them? <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. I ain't never heard of nothing like that before. Man, it's happened a lot before, but I really miss Pemberton. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Really do. Yeah, yeah, this is a guy, when when it comes to knowledge, you just want to have a wizard. Yeah. Can't beat it. Or a bard. Or a bard. Or a bard. bard. Uh, You say you see a mural down there, Baron. What what sort of mural? What did it depict? I saw the runic symbol of my, well, I didn't always think it was my family, but I was told later by an oracle that it was. And, uh, 
I saw some murals down there reminiscent of what I saw in the tomb of Nargrim Steelham, but it was much more magnificent than all that. Told the story of what the Ash Peak did with their chosen children. The sacrifices their parents had to make. And uh, the trials ahead of the young babes. I think I went through one of those trials. As much as I can piece it together. But beyond the mural, I saw something I hadn't seen since the battle for Blood March Hill. None of y'all were there, of course. That was a lifetime ago. But at the end of that battle in the bowels of another piece of earth, I found with my friends a couple boxes that had items meant for each of us. Items proved instrumental in our journey up to this point and though they may not be standing with us I cannot help but feel to myself that something inside of those chests is meant for each and every one of us so I'll tell you I'm fighting back the worst nature of a dwarf's greed right now I want to jump right back in there right now with all of you and kill all those fire elements I'm with you brother we must go a box is full of treasure and a mural <laughs> Get down there as soon as possible. Don't forget the mural. I Did you know I could climb down there without no problem at all? Uh, why didn't you join us? Uh, I went part of the way, but I got a little choked up. This time I could steal myself, squint my eyes a little, <laughs> a little close a little more, and I'll make it no problem. We'll have to be able to find a way to get Jimmer and Thune down there. Otherwise, we'll continue to be outmatched. Yeah, I think we're a little... A little banged up. I didn't want to run from a scrap, but we were banged up. I think we need to regroup rest. It does sound intriguing, but I don't think we're in quite the shape. I'm injured and I'm not feeling myself. I'm still enervated. Um, so, oh, right. Yeah, so uh, I could I could definitely use a little bit of pick-me-up. Uh, and I think the mural itself will rest. Sounds like it's been there for quite some time, brother. Well, that's two things, though. Metro, did you feel like you got a good enough gander at this place or you'd be able to bring us back right in there? I could dimension Doris. It's close enough. Uh, the second thing is, I don't know what these things are, if they have any means of communicating with the, the head honchos here. I don't know if they're going to coordinate any kind of defense of what not knowing them knowing that we're here and uh, what we might be aiming at. So that's something to keep in mind, too. I get the sense that they were automated sentries, but that's a good point, Jimmer. I don't know. We don't know. We don't. They had any means of communicating back. If only we had a brilliant wizard here with us (laughs) that could tell us a little bit something more about him, but we don't. I do miss Pembroke. Looks over at Baron. Well, I think it's safest to believe that something like that is true, Jimmer, which means we must move with all haste. Perhaps we head back to the stair room, see if we can see what's beyond that door, enough to find a place to come back to. And the metro, you can get us out of here, and at least we could come back beyond that locked door. All right. And then, and someone takes, and then Troy takes a screenshot. <laughs> Baron's like, "This is what the mirror looked like." <laughs> oh man! This is why reaching around the dune is just yeah. doing a selfie yeah. with all of us. <laughs> this is for the grab. I want to remember this moment. <laughs> um, all right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna rest. 
first, and then... No, we're going to go to the door, see what's beyond it. Get you a good look at it. This was the plan, Metra. I wasn't really listening. You must have forgotten when you got all that sulfur in your lungs. Well, that was the plan, <laughs> but now should we come here first, or yeah. should we go beyond the gate first? Yeah. I think we should so if we're going to come here first, we should, we should just leave no. now, go rest, and then come back and go right down there. No, I understand, but remember the mission wasn't to go beyond the door as much as it was just... To see a place beyond the door to come back to, so we don't have to fight our way through a locked door oh, in case they redeploy in front of the stairs. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, so the idea was just literally open the door and hope. I mean, we had reason to believe that we'd be okay because it looked like a transition to an upper level. So if we could just see the spot literally on the other side of the door, we could then zip right out. Okay. Before we go off on this, Baron grabs Metra by the hand. Not trying to stop her from her just getting her attention. Get your hands off me! Don't <laughs> slap him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Please promise me that you'll remember this place right here so we can head back down if we need to. If time ever makes it right, I need to come back. We'll go back, Baron. We'll, I can sense your interest. Also, you're even pretty obvious that you want to go there, so I, I'll oblige you, of course. Sometime, well, forget it. Someone once told me they'd always come back. Who is that? She no. sounds great. No one. She sounds like she delivers great lines. <laughs> um, great so prescient lines. <laughs> prescient one-liners. <laughs> I mean, we could, depending on what we find beyond the door, I mean, we could also plant the spike there and spend do our resting there. That would give me an even firmer grasp on that spot. There is some benefit to be taken from... The Forge of Minderhall, however, including including Iron Skin, I believe. Oh, stone, skin. Stone, stone Skin. Stone Skin. Stone Skin. Mm. And don't forget, Stone Skin is, what, 100 gold every casting? Oh. Or wait, do, do we say that the Forge does away with the material component needed? I think the Forge handles that. <coughs> but either I, way, like, that's... I also, frankly, a, need to craft right. some am you Nish. Oh, oh man. The, the truth will out. Wow. Right, let's check the Twitter account. Him, <laughs> <laughs> you nish. Um, well, either way, we should open that door and be ready at the door opening to just teleport out if there's some sort of danger right immediately there. Everyone link arms. Yeah. <laughs> we walk holding hands in a circle. We are up to the, the wizard, wizard. The wonderful wizard. And we skip up the stairs. <laughs> uh, all right, so you leave this uh, this sort of maze of traps room and mm-hmm. go back through that tunnel where Dalgrith chased that fire giant. Well, uh, so yeah. Ago. Yeah. I mean, are we saying that this room is searched? Because I, we took 20 mm-hmm. looking for traps. Yep. We yeah. say it's sufficiently searched. Yep. You don't see yeah. anything else in here. Uh, maybe they're using the maze as some sort of uh, you know specific training area. But uh, at a certain point, the room was being used as a good choke point for trespassers. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you go down that corridor where you chase the fire giant and back into the room with the great stair. Uh, are you moving, I'm assuming you're moving cautiously just to make sure that new patrols haven't come in. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking your time and moving up, you go up one level, another level, and another level until you get to the top of this room. Let's just go back to the map. Since it was such an impressive room here. Since we left so quickly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, it's awesome. Every time I see this room, it in. there's I, a rhino. I want to hear like a gothic <laughs> organ piece playing like <laughs> the battle of the great stair took place here not so long ago. And uh, at the top of the third level is that 
ornate door. Now that you're in here, uh, you also get to really look at the the statues of the uh, giant defeating and crushing the smaller races. Um, Thank you, buddy. You got it, buddy. What do you guys want to do in here? Um, cautiously work my way up. Uh, Dalgraith will kind of head up each... Uh, st- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just going to head up each stairwell doing general perception. Okay. Um, Baron will be like... Uh, 15 feet behind him to allow for his superior stealth to kind of maybe save the day, but we'll be backing him up as best as he can. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm assuming that there's not going to be traps like on the stairs or in front of me because we, we just fought a battle here. They were running all over. So he's going to do perception more so way up ahead of him by the door and then up, you know, in the walls and the ceiling, that kind of thing. Well, I don't know if we ever got up Actually, to the final Actually, probably can't even levels, see that far. didn't. Um, yeah, Metra can see when you get deep enough in, but... Um, Thune, how far did, oh, did you go? Did you go all the way to the door itself, or did you just see it from far away? Oh, no, I walked right up to the door. No traps, then. All right. None that I saw. Um, okay. Dalgrith will um, keep coming up. Yeah, so the only thing you, you see is these, these statues of the giant just crushing dwarves and like with his fist crushing like ten dwarves with a fist slashing humans with another hand um, every level it's just more gruesome and more gruesome um, clearly the fire giants uh, rever uh, this armored giant mm, I wonder who this is you get to the top there and of course the door is locked but you have many keys on you that you picked from the pockets of captains and lieutenants did we do a knowledge check on this thing yet? On the statue? I don't think you did. Um, is it a statue or is it like mural well, bar reliefs? Things. They're like scenes. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so they're three dimensional, so they'd be like bar reliefs. Would they fall in a particular knowledge I could roll? Yeah, knowledge religion. Okay, I'll roll that. Joe on the die. Oh, oh brutal. On Zony. Uh, no, it says religion. We should probably mention, as a gift, we got these... Uh, Charlie footballs. and Valentina. Thank yes, you. Yes, Charlie and Valentina. Gem dice with Joe on the one, instead of a one. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I mean, it looks very familiar to you, Baron. Um, obviously, you know, you would be able to put two and two together and assume that it's there's Vader. Okay. Ooh, that creeps me, the... Yep. Based on my childhood. And who is that? That's the fire giant god? Yeah. Zuras Vatra. Mm-hmm. Crushing dwarves and humans. Crushing angels. Crushing silver dragons. <gasps> other powerful Can I actually walk along? Creatures. Can I actually walk along and uh, just try to do a perception uh, to see if they're for secret doors? Yeah. Like along this mural? Because like, it would be like under the floor above it, right? That's feasible. There could be like a little room or something. Sure. Um, Can I do my own check for that, too, <laughs> independently? Shit Let's hear about Joe's check first. So. Fucking no. Nope. We want to know. 18. Terrible. Natty 2. Uh, 34. Yeah, 34. Really taking your time. 36 with stone cutting. 36 with stone cutting. You don't no see anything. No seams or anything. Yeah, no. no. All right. Uh, hand me those keys. Who took them? Oh, wait. I have them right here. Uh, it's like clank, a clank, clank, clank. falls a crack on the floor. Uh, he'll do oh, a... Not my AirPods. He'll do a perception on the, <laughs> on the door lock to see if it's trapped. Uh, okay. Uh, 22. 22. 
22. Doesn't appear to be tracked. Trapped Two garbage um, rolls to start the yeah. day. Massive iron door. How many keys? Just one. All right, stem back just in case this is trapped. I'm not sure. And uh, he'll put the key in. Put the first key in. Nothing. Try another key. Nothing. The third key. Sounds like me coming home on a Friday. (laughs) Uh, You would need Jimmer to even help you swing this thing open. It is so massive. (laughs) Uh, And just darkness beyond. Oh, wait, this is probably better. Oh, that's nice. Nice. There we go. That's a big one. Jimmer, that'll help. Yeah, Jimmer comes over. Yeah, swings it aside. Uh, all right, so we see that it goes up, it curves a little bit around. Dogwraith will go up to the bend and sneak. sneak. Try to look around the bend, and see if you can see sixty feet in the dark. Uh, okay, roll perception. Twenty-two. Man, dude. Single digits today. <laughs> are, are any of it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, you don't uh, see anything or hear anything. However, uh, you do feel warmth. Warmth? Mm-hmm. Huh. Like a higa feeling? Or, 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 or like, uh, yeah, emotional warmth? Emotional you warmth? Feel, you feel really perhaps, warm. Perhaps some sort of forge. You think about the stories that you'll tell. <laughs> when this adventure's over and you feel real warm. Uh, no, the the temperature is changed beyond the door. Whoa. I think Baron will start, like, as soon as he can see Dalgrith look back at him, I'll, like, wave him back and whisper to him, We got this far just so we know where to come back with Metra. I don't think we want to get ourselves into more trouble than we can handle right now with Jimmer not being in the best shape he's ever been in. Oh, no, I, I agree. But, Metra, do you need to stand in the space? Do you need to come forward here? Yes. He's going he's gonna to walk up a little further, keep an eye around the corner, just try to keep it a, a watch. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty nondescript. It's gonna have, you're going to have the same problems you ran into with the caverns before, but if you take some time, you'll, uh, you'll have done your due diligence. Um, all right, I will do that. Can we ourselves alter this hallway or add, like, a... I don't have it, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that magical glyph of warding or whatever that's invisible there. Is there anything we can do to make it... You know, more our own. Can we put in like a throw rug or an ottoman or something? <laughs> paint uh, an accent wall. Yeah. yeah. Can we? Yeah. Can we like <laughs> paint a symbol or something on the? You know, what, guys the, always want to paint rooms like navy blue and gray, but you want a pastel in there. It really brightens it up. It does. It does. Yeah. Does Metro have any sort of arcane mark she can cast? Do I have arcane mark? That's a good question. Perhaps. I don't have arcane mark. With the teleport spell, it's really about how clear your mental image of the area is. So so adding those things, I understand how it, it could help, but you're really just, you know, the room with the great stair is going to be a lot clearer of a mental picture than a cavern that looks like every other cavern you've walked through. And that's the difference between this bend and the stair. But obviously, teleporting back into the space with the stair is you could be teleporting right back into the next patrol. Is the door memorable? Like, is the is the boss relief on the door or is it uh, on the wall? No, the the door is pretty memorable in terms of size. Maybe yeah, I'd give it, you a little. I was like, if I study something. the door from the other side or this side, if there's something on it, then that might be a little more. Yeah. More Again, you're doing your due diligence, and I'm taking notes. 
Um, I don't see you writing, Troy. It's all up here. <laughs> yeah. Sure it is. It's all sure up it here. Um, okay, well, we can mark the wall with chalk, if you'd like, if that helps, Metro. I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look up in the spell if there's anything about if that affects your familiarity, but it doesn't seem to be all right. in the text. Yeah. So just hope for the best. This is interesting, though. Apparently, with teleport, um, if you can c- currently physically see it, that's only studied carefully. Wow. Hmm. You're all, very familiar is only a place where you have been very often and where you feel at home. Right. Hmm. So, like the the the, Mindel, the cathedral Mindel, the cathedral of Minderhall feels like that, or the the room at the inn and the yes, yeah, in yeah. Skelt, yeah, in Skelt. Well, I don't know that Pembroke, <laughs> yeah, Pembroke did. He yeah. really felt at he home. Felt really at home. <laughs> <laughs> People who staying there maybe didn't necessarily feel that much. Get at out home. of my shower. <laughs> we didn't localize it to the bathroom, but he did feel really at home. And <laughs> <Yeah. in that. laughs> like I was like, I just recently watched Psycho again, and just like thinking of just. <laughs> Just manifesting in someone's shower. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, it's like, sorry. oh, fuck me. Sorry. <laughs> Remember we had Baron like covered in blood, unconscious, <laughs> just like popped into the room with a dead dwarf. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mom's moving along. So sorry. Much of this. You're going to have to pay for those from the mini bar. You, know. <laughs> you didn't see anything. We walked Baron out of there. <laughs> All right. So we want, do we want to go back to the forge so Baron can do his uh, crafting? Crafting at Crafterson. Yeah, well, so we can good. rest. Unless you guys want to take a peeks, take a peek, Sony. Why you keep going, little fool? All right, let's let's, go, let's, let's go. do our rest. We can talk about our level up. We can roll HP with Troy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not going into another battle until we roll HP. All right. Oh yeah, Ooh, there is that. Smart. There is. I, I agree with that as well. That's that's smart. Dun, dun, right. Take my hand. Dun, 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 dun. All right, we take Metra's hand and. Whoop. Back at Forge. Why don't you roll me a D100? I would love to. And just... There have been so many of these, it's bound... Oh, fuck. <laughs> 26. 26. Oh, yeah. You're back at Minderhall's Forge, the place where your daughter died. That's true. That's a true fact. You see, Farron, she's eaten a Hokey. He's like, oh, uh, I never know when you're coming. <laughs> I'd have, I'd have stuff for you, but I never know when you're coming. I was Mid just hokey bite. I was just crushing a Wawa shorty. <laughs> Wawa. The, the Thanksgiving sandwich from Wawa is available. It's only for a limited time. I got I seventeen of them. I love cranberry sauce. I love it. One of the giants that have joined us ran to a Wawa. And We've stocked up. <laughs> Anyways, what's up? Farron's <laughs> voice is changed. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just phoning Farron in here. <laughs> uh, so how goes it in the volcano known as Ash Peak? Have you learned anything? I see that thankfully you have all survived. I we're still alive. We've just barely won our late last battle. And we need time to rest and recover. It's a mighty dangerous place. And we might need to take advantage of the forge one more time. Ah, yes, of course. That's what it's here for. All right, well, make yourselves comfortable and feel free to introduce yourself to some of our new acolytes. How fair things here. Really good. Especially with this 
Thanksgiving hoagies from home. <laughs> Can't tell you how it's improved the morale of the, the team here. Really does. Would you sound like we're trying to sly put ads in our shows? Yes. <laughs> we promised we never would. That's and, Thanksgiving and hoagies from that's home. Just available only for a limited time. Six inch this four isn't, yeah, this, isn't, this isn't sponsored content. That's just real... Enthusiasm. A, a, a true earnest love for a Wawa. <laughs> Karen, who are your new acolytes? Would you care to introduce us? Ah, yes, this is McDonald's and Pepsi. <laughs> How do we go from a regional? <laughs> oh my god! All over the place. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi? Another McDonald's, another food place, and then fucking Pepsi. <laughs> I can't decide if your relationship has actually been harmful for Troy's sense of. <laughs> are those actually funny jokes, or are you just really enthusiastic, oh, Joe? I think, I think Pepsi's funny. <laughs> I, this, this is inherently like funny. <laughs> two, it's spelled... It's Hello, spelled, Pepsi! It's yes. spelled P-E-P-S, first name, and then S-E-E. Pepsi, yes. Pepsi. Two, two stone giants that have, have uh, decided to, to join the cause. I love you, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but please make make yourselves at home and uh, know that you always have uh, a place here to rest your weary bones. From what I understand, though, uh, time is of the essence in your journey. It always is, Farron. It always is. Dogray starts kind of sh- like stripping down like the the all of the armor and weapons and everything like that. Just imagine how much you stink. Oh how yeah, sweaty and disgusting. And this you are. is like you, like you smell terrible. Like after doing a bunch of like going out of the Y and like playing basketball, <laughs> and you use deodorant, right? And most of us, <laughs> and you're not wearing heavy armor. Yeah, you're not wearing like layers of metal and leather. <laughs> <laughs> and you are playing in a volcano. And you've had a, not in a volcano. And you've had a bath in the last six months. Right. It's got to be vile. <laughs> vile. Do you have a bath around here, Ferran? Yes, we've converted uh, one of the rooms in the back to a washroom. Um, so you can use it at will. Dibs! And Dogwraith, like, runs off into the room. <laughs> no, not that door. Metro just dungeon doors ahead of him. Locks the door. Locks the door. Oh, she always no. does. Oh, head. she's going to be in there washing her hair for hours. <laughs> I thought you used all of those this day. <laughs> um, can I roll HP with you, Troy? Yeah, you want to talk level up? Oh, yeah. Oh, level up. 14 oh, my God. for these Characters of yours? Level 14. All right, let's just do a round the horn HP roll. Metro, what is your HP die? D6. Oh, brutal. <laughs> Obviously, the rule is you take the higher. Um, if it's a tie, sucks to be you. You take the number. What'd you get? Two. Five. Excellent. There you take go, bud. Oh. Right? There you go. Skid, what do you got for oh, Jim? Oh, man. All right, D10. D10. Oh, come on, Jim, Jim. Ten. Oh, oh baby, six. You got yeah, ten, buddy. Baby. Oh man, we need Shiver. that. On That's the one thing dun, dun, that he's dun. like been short on this entire time. Like he's had terrible HP rolls. So this is oh, this that'll is make up for a couple. Yeah. Uh, what about old Bear Bear? This will give you a little bit of a spoiler on oh. what my level fourteen classes. The drone Stone Quizzer D eight. Okay. <laughs> Could have had a D8. What'd you get, buddy? Three. Five. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong okay. with a five. I That's know. standard PFS level up. And Joe, what about you, bud? Uh, I am also a D8. D8. 
Come on, Dolgrith. All right. Got my GCP down here. Go. Come on, Dolgrith. What'd you get? Eight. Oh, I got a six. Oh, Oh, yeah. I was going to say eight. It's going to be two maxes. Wow. Nice, dude. Not too shaboom. Uh, awesome. All right, Metro level fourteen uh, sorcerer. Yep. Are we getting access to new spells? Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> I fear. I fear for the lives of all my future creatures. You know, it's, <laughs> if it's about time. I have felt that you were a little short on useful spells. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, so, what is that? Fifth level or sixth level spells? Seventh level spells. Oh my! <laughs> God. Wow. I, I don't even think. Wow, what a huge level! I don't think I've ever cast a seventh level spell or been in the room with someone casting. A seventh level spell. I don't think so either. Uh, Would you like to hear the one seventh level spell I took? Yeah, come on, let's give it to us right now. Well, I also get one. Give it to me good. I get a bloodline spell, which okay. is pretty awesome. It's uh, power word blind. You utter a single word of power that causes a creature to become blinded, whether the creature can hear the word or not. No save. No save. What? Isn't there a power word kill? Or is that uh, outdated? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Power word blind. And they get no save. No save. But depending on their current current HP, it affects them for different... Amounts of time. Oh wow! So That's amazing. If you have over a hundred hit points, then it's just one d four plus one round. And what type of spell it is? Because there must be some creatures that are immune to that. It's a mind affecting spell. Mind affecting spell. Okay. Well, there it is. Uh, really cool. Once but, I hear that, then I know we're getting into advanced play. Uh, okay. Ninth level. Sorry. Ninth level spell. Power word kill. You utter a single yeah. word of power that instantly kills one creature of your choice, whether the creature can hear the word or not. Wow. Any creature that currently has 101 or more hit points is unaffected uh, by power word. Uh, yeah, word. Yeah, so I just have to be down, down a little bit. bit. But there's no out. saving throw. So That's we just got to go to the first level town and kill all the NPCs. <laughs> start, like, start killing NPCs like, every day. Fuck. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Those power word spells, like, all, like going back to, like, first edition, like, those have been, like, those are, like, the most powerful, like, kind of quick deliverance spells. So it's just like, yeah. boom. No so save. So cool. Powered stun, powered sleep, powered, you know. you got to come up with a cool power word. Oh, yeah. I, I know what it is. Oh, okay. it is? Oh, oh, wow. Would you like to hear the other spell I took? Yeah. It's called Particulate Form. Oh, this is a good one. I like this one. I, felt, I could have taken Limited Wish. Okay. But for Limited oh, Wish... Oh, you could have taken wow. it. Well, we talked about wish. this. We, we talked about we it. We discussed this a little bit, yeah. It would have it would have been 1,500 gold pieces for every usage. A diamond worth 1,500 gold wow. pieces for every usage. Okay. And the okay. thing of it is, is that with Limited Wish, the, the kind of parameters of it are up really up to GM discretion. So it's like valueless with Troy. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. you're, you're throwing 1,500 gold away. It's a away. very limited wish when a you're very GM limited Troy. wish, yeah. Um, they so shouldn't have called it that. I took particulate form, which I thought was pretty cool, and in and fitting with kind of Metra's, you know, kind of all her ethos. Uh-huh. It's from the Magic Tactics Toolbox, which is oh jeez, this is oh, going to be fun, weird, <laughs> and super powerful. The target's <laughs> physical forms. This I can do uh, one creature per level, so I can do all the whole party. What the target's physical forms undergo a bizarre transformation. They look and function normally, but are composed of countless particles that separate and reconnect to remain whole. Each target gains fast healing one and is immune to bleed damage, critical hits, sneak attacks, and other forms of precision damage. The value of the fast healing increases by one at at caster level 10, 15, and 20. Uh, any Any target can end the spell effect on itself as a swift action. And then the target then regains 5d6 hit points and can attempt an additional saving throw against any one disease or poison affecting it. 
Oh my so that's, god! So you've been so you're basically immune to crits, immune sneak attack, and you get fast healing two. Actually, I think fast healing three because I'm effectively a 15th level caster for these things. And if you you can just dismiss it at once and get five d six hit points back. <laughs> What? <laughs> so you can still be attacked, but you get all of those crazy, insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just basically makes you, yeah, makes kind you, of like makes a construct. Wow. Oh no! But aren't didn't are, don't we always get this wrong? Aren't constructs actually not immune to crits? They're not. They're not. We, yeah, but we always get this. We wrong. instinctively say that. But they are, they are immune to precision damage. I'm pretty sure. Uh, that I pretty, think is true. Feel um, free to write in and correct. Yeah, uh, we'll look it up next time we fight a construct. But uh, wow. Yeah, cool spell, right? That is very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, 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 all right. Uh, what about you, Dalgrith? Uh, Dalgrith is. Um, I got a rogue talent. That was my big thing this oh, week. Yes, ooh. and I am pumped for this one. For this party? Are you kidding me? Advanced rogue talent. I took opportunist. The rogue. The rogue can make an attack of opportunity against an opponent. Who has just been struck for damage in melee by another character? This attack Whoa. counts as an attack of opportunity for that round. Can't be used more than once per round. Wow! So I can just so you get a free attack. I get like, a free attack every round that Jimmer hits somebody. Whoa! That I'm also next to. Wow. Fuck. I have great. I have that I have that same uh, I have a teamwork feat that's like that, but I require someone to shoot, and no one's shooting anymore. anymore Used so. to be Lord, with, yeah, or or, or James or Ed Nestor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was huge. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good. Oh I thought yeah, that was I forgot good. all about just like Grant. Every time because, you nailed one, I go. Pow. Yeah, because, because totally that was amazing. That would have been huge. We have to get the giants down fast. Yes. No. Uh. Uh, no, yeah. No. It has to be struck for damage in melee by another yeah. character. I was asking yeah. Grant about his... No, no, no oh, It's the I'm same sorry. thing. It has the same uh, caveat there. It has to be a ranged attack. It has to hit for me to be able to take my ranged attack. Right, but would a spell What about a spell with a ranged attack to make a ranged attack? That seems such silly to me, but I'll check it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Disintegrate. Yeah, it's a ranged touch attack. Constructs, by the way, uh, uh, are not immune to uh, precision damage. Oh, cool. Good to know. Just uh, mind-affecting stuff. Um... Cool. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Bear, uh, bear, bear. Uh, new spells from Baby, uh, seventh <laughs> level is kind of, baby. kind of a big juicy left for the Inquisitor. That's crazy nice. to think that you have seven levels of Inquisitor. That's how <laughs> long you've been going Inquisitor. Yeah. So you're oh. fully half and half now. Half and yeah. half. Oh, man. Oh. I'm going to have some of you in my coffee. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I got Cure Serious Wounds. Boring. That's all but, right. On Good. top of that, brand. because brand. because <laughs> even more on brand, because of my wisdom bonus, I got a bonus level three spell to learn. So <gasps> I took. You familiar with a spell called Channel Vigor? Oh, I've heard of Channel. I have Vigor. heard of Channel Vigor. Target is you making it more Grant. Not Good. not things <laughs> still on brand. Good. You focus the energy of your mind, body, and spirit into a specific part of your being, oh, granting yourself cool. an expen- exceptional ability to perform certain tasks. You can change it each round as a free action. If I make it go to my limbs, I gain the benefits of a haste spell. Yeah. If I go to my mind, I get a plus four competence bonus on knowledge and perception skill checks and on ranged attack rolls. <laughs> on spirit, <laughs> I get a plus six competence bonus on will saving throws and bluff and intimidate checks. And on torso, I get a plus six competence bonus on fortitude saving throws and concentration checks. 
How long is it? It is very, very cool. There's a certain cleric in a certain Patreon-exclusive game that has this spell just sitting in his deck that he's never used. It is oh. a cool-ass spell. <laughs> it is, uh, it's seven, uh, seven rounds. It's uh, one round a level. Wow. Uh, the other couple big things that happen is that I have three judgments a day now. A couple of my wow, judgment bonuses wow. go up. That's great. That's and Troy, great. You Especially know, when you can stack them, because you can just swift, 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 and have three judgments active in like a big, big combat. You know it's even better than that, though? Troy. What? An item I got from a one Urathosh failed leader of giants. Oh! The Bane Baldrick. The Bane Baldrick! Oh, 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 look, look at what it's unlocked on my sheet. Wow. I just need to choose what it goes to. I've unlocked Greater Bane. Whoa! Whoa. There he Oh, man. <laughs> He's got greater bane. So that's normally a level 12 Inquisitor uh, bonus, but wow. because the Bane Baldrick lets me affect uh, Inquisitor abilities as if they were That is fucking wow. cool. Big level for you. Yeah. Big level. Can't wait for you to die. Yeah, me too. Uh, especially now that we really see Adriel again. Like, really cool character. Yes. I'm fine. Well, I think we're all fine with Baron dying. That's really no, sad. No, Just no, no, so no, no, we can no, see no. Adriel come in. Um, Baron dies, we all die. No, man. It's happening. This book. Uh, oh, no. Spoiler alert, I'm killing him. This is the saga of just, Baron. You have to realize. This really Giant is. Giant Slayer is the saga of Baron. Yeah. He's the only consistent protagonist throughout this entire thing. The, the song life, the of life Baron. and death yeah. of Baron Ashby. The song of Baron. <gasps> oh, it's like, uh, what's that, uh, what's that Western movie starring Brad Pitt, uh, Jesse James, the, the assassination. Oh, Mr. the assassination. Like Robert Ford. Yeah, it's exactly Ford, like yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah, what it'll be The funny. life and death of Baron Ashby, the Giant Slayer story. Um, what about Jimmer? Jimmer, the main thing is he gets a feat. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Combat, combat feat. Fleet. Yeah, he gets a combat feat, and he spent it on <laughs> bleeding critical, uh, which I feel like may come in handy. <laughs> wow. Uh, whether you score a critical hit with a slashing or piercing weapon, your opponent takes 2d6 points of bleed damage each round on their turn. Oh, God. In addition to the damage dealt. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. much bleed damage. Yeah, so that How much is it again? 2d6. Wow, we're oh, only fighting so. constructs from here on out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, That's good level, great, man. Good That's level great. for everybody. A little something, a little something for everyone. Level fourteen. My goodness, how many levels will this go to? Well, what is, what is expected? Like what? Because you guys have said this in the past, but you don't usually go all the way to twenty on a six book. No, campaign. I think um, Wrath of the Righteous goes till twenty, right? Doesn't it? It was the first one yeah, to go the first to one. twenty. But yeah. they'll tell um, you in the. Can you say like what the suggestion is? In the um, I'd rather not, just because I don't know how this is gonna. Well, I've already said too much. Yeah. Uh, but you're what's what's the? I don't, I don't think you, I'd say the average is somewhere between sixteen and eighteen. I, I don't think that you're being like uh, overly sharing by saying we have added a lot of side stories and other things and combats that could happen here that could definitely go beyond. Yeah, there's a lot. The there's a lot going on. I don't want to say too too much, but uh, I will say you have some levels. You have some levels to go before the end of our tale. Okay, miles well, to go. Um, I can say that one thing I was unable to take, which I wanted to at this level, is a prestige level. Uh, Which, by the oh. time I figured it out, I needed X number of ranks and different skills, and I had put them more. Is it too in late the, now? You could never get it. I mean, because you told me what it is. I think it sounds so it's fucking cool. So cool, but I think if we get to level twenty, I could. Uh, but I don't think Baron will make it there anyway. So uh, maybe I'll just reroll my last character as that prestige quest. Perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are are hanging out there, and and what is sort of the plan here? After you're you're spending the night, obviously to yeah. to heal up to to. 
really embrace these new levels and learn these new skills, um, do what you need to do at the forge. Then what is the plan? Are you going to go back uh, behind that gate and start exploring the next level of Ash Peak? Or are you pulled by Baron's connection to what he saw in Deep Ash Peak? Deep Ash Peak is my vote. Yeah, I think I, Dalgrith is pulled by Deep Ash Peak. Yeah, I think there, Jimmer is willing to do kind of go with the majority when I need decision basically while we're here. And yeah, so he's down with you, uh, P, uh, Deep Ash Peak. Deep Ash Peak. And so we'll stone skin up and then teleport back and then dimension door ourselves down into Deep Ash Peak. Quick question. Is it, do we have any means of removing this innovation? I think it's just restoration that can... Um, hold on. No, it, it, it'll end. It's a... Uh, hold on. I'll read the spell. Oh, you uh, you were the only one affected by a long term uh, or a, a, like a some sort of spell or a drain. Yeah, I got the I got enervation cast on. You regain the lost mm-hmm. levels after a number of hours equal to my caster level. So after four, after thirteen hours, you'd get them all back. Oh, okay, then that's okay. So we'll chill out there. Good. Um, so maybe we'll take a we'll like we'll get we'll let ourselves get up at like a leisurely eight a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and I good. love it. Get a little. We're sleeping late. in. What a real what a, what a fantasy. Get Mind late late brunch, some Bellinis. <laughs> <laughs> I get also suited up in our stone skin, and then uh, <laughs> see what Bellini. happens. <laughs> I also uh, I looked up um, the value of one of the items we found out there: the uh, plus one frost wounding battle axe, which is about thirty two. Thousand gold wow. pieces. Um, I'm just going to put a mark on here to take 600 away from that, unless we can sell various and centered. I want Baron's going to spend 600 gold that you don't have to craft about a hundred. <laughs> you don't have. Um, I mean, we do can you, do it. Do however, you need, need to borrow some. Gold. Oh, we should also take the time to resize all the giant sized uh, magic weapons that we found. Right. Yeah. Mm, I could use some new shit. Yeah. Oh, sure. We can. Yeah, we, yeah, we could have give a plus one greatsword and. Uh, I believe crappy armor. Let's see what we got. We here. could give him the plus one wounding battle axe. Plus one frost wounding. Yeah, battle axe. I just that have, is a badass. Axe. That's a plus four axe. But a yeah. chain shirt. I kind of want to take that battle axe. One of them. Roll off, dude. Oh, come on. Come on, dude. All right. Oh my god. You are the greatest melee combatant. You know what it does? Let's just see. I just want to see. I just want to see. You beat me, <laughs> Joe. Joe on the die. Oh, you did? I rolled a four. You know it doesn't earn interest. Like, if you just keep it, like, stashed in your... He can't help himself. It's not a T-bill. I have a dwarf screen. He's very sick. So what do you want? What kind of armor do you want? He's oh. a rogue, so he doesn't want any of this half plate, Whoever's right? Whoever's wearing the best armor, I'll take that. There's some plus two half plate. Oh. Um, I think that's the that's Yeah, all the those powerful. giants are wearing pretty chunky armor. Mm. That's why the, we, I think we gave him the plus one chain shirt because we wanted him to. Keep I was just wearing, rogue-y. but a regular chain shirt. Well, we have a. He can have a plus one. Well, I mean, we can just give it to him. We can give him the plus two, the plus two half. Well, I guess he's not going to be proficient. Is this one shared with me? And have you unshared it with Joe so he doesn't delete it permanently? It's not shared with anybody, okay. but I can share it with you all. I can wear half plate, I think. But do you want to? But do I want to? Well, sure. I mean, you don't really play him like a rogue in the traditional sense. Like, it's not like you're using weapon finesse and light weapons or anything. You're already using a greatsword. Right, right, right. Um, How often... uh, He does have weapon finesse, but I don't use it. Um, 
Yeah, how often is that like armor check penalty really going to bother you? Yeah, the way Th- Thune's kind of been playing as a uh, tank, uh, tank with very low. Age. Oh no, we have a we have a plus two chain shirt as well. Oh, oh I thought perfect. we already gave you something. Hook like that, that shit up. Uh, no, so uh, you want to take that? Yeah, resize it. Yeah, do that. I'm just going to mark this. Stuff. I'm going to assume that by the time we get back to selling stuff, we will have resi- resized all of this. All right, great. So Thune will take the uh, the plus two chain shirt. That'll give him a nice little bonus, but still keep him nimble. Um, and then your plan is to head. You want to head straight into that the belly of the beast and just oh, appear man. at that bridge. Um, I mean, I guess we could. What's gonna is that going to be? Uh, what, what, what would you say that would be? The studied carefully, or oh, I don't know. Why don't you try it and see what happens? Oh, dear. I'm just trying to understand my, our level of risk. Right, right. Well, there's always risk when you're teleporting. With these with these magics, there's great risk, man. I, we spent time looking at the room mm-hmm. at the top of the sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, I would say that would definitely be a studied carefully. Mm-hmm. But and the sinkhole is much more unusual than... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say you're somewhere between seen casually and seen casually. And... <laughs> So that's a 1388 to go directly. Study carefully is a place you know well, either because you can currently physically see it or you've been there often. Now, if you say twice as often. Plus, twice plus some studying. Plus some studying. Baron's play. Why don't you just roll a D100 and see what happens? Well, this is the question. Do we want to go to the room and all get ourselves down there, or do we just want to appear at the bridge? I'm nervous about this whole thing. Saves us spells. Yeah, I think we should go right down. If we're going to go, we should go like right down there to just... But not on the bridge. That was wood. Not on the bridge. On the other side side of the bridge. All right. By the... Where where we stopped. By the... And uh, we have the same chance of failure as teleporting to the top of the sinkhole in there. I think that's what Troy is suggesting. Okay. Um, Just double checking. What do we get? What kind of stone skin do we get from the forge? Uh... Well, just stone skin. Ten. Ten. Hundred, hundred hit points. Hundred hit points. That's what I was asking. Um, but we all don't get it. We get, uh, I believe, uh, it's a number of charges. It gets ten charges a day. Stone skin is three. Uh, so, so at three most of three of us get, get stone it. skin. Um, I'll take it. I think Jimmer should definitely have it. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. And I uh, kind of think I should have it, too. <laughs> I don't have mirror image. I can't teleport all over the damn map. <laughs> damn map. Damn he called, map. He called a map. <laughs> That's what I call the battlefield. I'm on a map. He's been drinking all night. Fine. If you want it, you can take it. No, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, if I die, you're stuck in the fucking volcano. That's true. Mm. So. Mm. Okay. Mm. Noted. Mm. No, no, you have it. You, Are you sure? It. You take it. Are you sure? All right, sorry, I'm not listening. Who's, who's getting the stone skin? <laughs> <laughs> we're putting two charges. Let me point out, I don't care. <laughs> there's, there's, there's three charges. We're putting two okay. on Thune. <laughs> and one on Dalgris. Excellent. I agree. <laughs> and I'll take his gun, too. Uh, Dalgris, Jimmer, Baron. Baron. Oh, okay. All right, so and Dalgris. And we've got one charge left, right? Yeah, so I was thinking, looking at... Uh, Archives of Nethys. i got to give them a shout-out. The best. Yeah. The very best for looking up items. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I like it, anyway. Uh, we could give bull strength for 20 minutes to uh, Thune. 
have a magic oh. weapon. Or any, does anyone have a weapon that's magical? I think magical? he's got a magic weapon. Uh, I do have a plus one greatsword, thanks to the team. Right. Uh, plus one frost wounding. No, you have to get the plus one frost wounding. Oh, yeah, give, battle him axe. give me that sweet battle axe. Give yeah. me that sweet battle axe. <sighs> awesome. Uh, yes. All right, yeah. So I got bolstering, so I'll do that at the last second before, I'd, uh, before we're ready to go. Yep. Um, and to be clear, Baron has crafted more ammunition. I just want to be very okay. clear. 600 points, it's on the sheet, it's gone. All right, so so we'll say the Jimmer and Dalgrith and Baron are uh, toiling away at the forge, uh, getting their stone skins. Uh, Thune is waiting his turn uh, while mingling with McDonald's and Pepsi in the corner sharing stories. I want to point out that those are spelled differently and that's not copyright infringement. I also love that McDonald's exclusively sells Coca-Cola. It's true. Well, in this world... They don't get along. They're all friends. It's it's a star-crossed romance. (laughs) And while this is happening, Metro, you're just... Maybe you're thinking about uh, casting Teleport and uh, you've seen that room. You know what you're in for, or have at least a, a sense of what you're in for. Um, and you're wandering about the cathedral, and something sort of draws you towards the front portion, right near the stairs leading up to the dais. You're just kind of wandering over there, and I'm sure by now you've talked to the people in your party, Baron, particularly, maybe pressed on him to know more about what happened to Della. And it's like you hear this whisper on the wind whipping through the cathedral, just calling you over to this spot on the stairs where Della passed. And right as you stand there, there's probably still a stain on the floor where that hammer from Earthash crushed her chest. They probably tried to scrub it out from the step. Right. They don't have Coca-Cola. Right. You still see the stain that's been wiped away as best they could. And your whole vision in that moment goes black. And you just hear a voice. Let it go. And we'll see you next week. Oh, what? what? Like what? Let what go? Let what go? Oh, what man. go? I'm frozen in place. <laughs> frozen. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 